right. Remember what the Dormouse said, feed your head, feed your head. It's from the desk of Lady Ada. Hey, everybody. That's that's us and our Christmas time relaxation pods. Um, yeah. That's how I, my hair gets pink. That's it's right. In the, it's in the pink pod. Uh, it's me and Lady Ada here at my desk. We've been having a relaxing long weekend. It's Christmas time or Christmas for those who celebrate. Happy holidays to those who don't. And happy Chinese food and movies to the chosen All people. All that stuff. All that stuff. So we've got uh, some stuff I've worked on. Some stuff. We went out and did things, but also it was nice and quiet. I did yeah. some hard work. Well, first off... Mr. Lady Ada, who is behind the scenes here, what does oh, any updates and news, things you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, we got a bunch of updates and stuff. I'll go fast. Okay. Uh, here's a reminder. Uh, look, if your plane got delayed, if you had to get a COVID test or something, if um, you forgot to get a gift for, for someone, don't worry about it. You could pretend like you thought about it ahead of time. And uh, adafruit.com slash gift certificates, they're going, they never expire. We don't Even spam. Forever. We don't harvest emails. We don't do any weird things like that. They're good forever, and you can pick up a gift certificate and just be like, oh, hey, things got busy. Sorry, you know, this whole Omicron thing, or like, whatever it is. Oh, man, there's snow, or, or there's no snow. Whatever it is, um, you can still be a hero by uh, getting someone Stay made up a gift certificate. Stay yeah. electronics. Okay, next up, uh, I have to do this uh, now all the time, every single week, because, <laughs> yeah. because people are crummy to each other online. So... We did but also not, want to show these cool photos. We did not buy Radio Shack. No. We have nothing to do with Radio Shack. I interview the new owners or CEO of Radio Shack every time there's a new one, every f- four or five years. It's like a new version of, uh, speaking of the Matrix. Um, so that's uh, this is a sign we bought off the side of a building in New Jersey when the Radio Shack shut down. It's a cool they, sign. Yeah. So this is the back of my desk at the office. It just says Hacker. Um, so we have nothing to do with it. They have a crypto coin and all that now. And, and someone right away blamed Adafruit um, because they uh, don't like uh, women doing anything in technology or online. And so they, they take out all their frustrations and they make up shit. Okay, next up. Speaking of, okay. <laughs> um, we added another shirt. Uh, so we don't do NFTs. Uh, you want to pop to your computer real quick? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Adafruit doesn't do NFTs. We don't endorse nfts we don't do eth uh what we do have adafruit.com slash nfts and this is a gallery of nice f and t-shirts so you can see the gallery of all the the shirts that the adafruit team uh we all collect uh, cool t-shirts and stuff like that so we added uh this is a nice fish uh, t-shirt um that just got added so that's our drop um but on a serious note um we've put in a clause for lady ada and for our team for years about don't use our Lady Ada for things like holograms or um, metaverse stuff, or now they're now it's called NFTs. So um, we almost uh, had to deal with people thinking that we had something to do with NFTs again. Uh, but we told the photographer who did a project a few years ago, no, you can't. Don't forget, you can't use Lady Ada in your other projects. You can only use it for your one project. So if you go to adafruit.com slash NFT, scroll to the bottom, you can see the language that we have there. And you also get a chance to look at some uh, nice fish t-shirts. So all that being said, Lady Ada, what is on your desk this week? Okay. um, Well, first up, let's go to the overhead. I'll just show some hardware. I didn't do, I did some hardware, not a ton of hardware. Um, Yeah, the overhead? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, I'm working on a camera, like a smart camera, like machine learning board um, with an ESP32 S2, although I'll probably update it to the S3. Uh, I've got a TFT here and it's on the high speed TFT line. So I'll be able to like get data from the camera and display it to the, the SPI TFT really fast. Um, the camera uses a ton of pins. Um, so to handle like more GPIO and buttons and stuff, I actually put a Seesaw chip here, an ATtiny817. I also have a um, SD card so we can like save images. Uh, and I just got this board up and running and it mostly works. I made like one or two mistakes, but not too bad. And um, next up, I'm going to test out the camera module and then um, I'm going to uh, maybe revise this to use the mini version of this module. So make it the board a little bit small, because it's kind of big. Um, and then more and more, I'm just gonna test, test it with CircuitPython, because we've got some CircuitPython camera support, for sure. Okay. Um, next up, don't forget, we still have Pink Feather RP24s. We're gonna get more pink boards in. Yeah. Um, oh, how about on your computer, you get adafruit.com slash free, just so folks can get an idea. So this is a good way and place to update uh, oneself. So right now you can see here's all the free stuff we have when you add stuff to your cart. So you get a pink feather for $99 or more. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh. I think we still have some. Yeah. Um, what else you got going on? Okay. Um, next up. Uh, oh, we got the Scorpio PCBs in. I'll show those off on the overhead. Yeah. Well, let me uh, take everyone on a journey. Okay. first okay okay go on some journey yeah so um you do the journey i'm gonna look something up really fast yeah so this journey is uh as follows so um we were trying to think of a name for this scorpio board and it's like eight bits and buffering and all that stuff so um i started thinking about the, the number eight and you know the easy things are like octo and like you know octo and octobers and so um i started thinking about numbers and like timothy leary has like some brain circuit thing and there's just like there was a bunch of i went into the the rabbit hole as they say and uh but then i was thinking like oh the eighth house and astrology and spiders have eight legs and scorpions are part of spiders mm. things with eight legs and it's the same same family yeah and um so we started thinking about like maybe it maybe it's scorpion so we we, we came up with this thing called Scorpio, and it, that's the name of the board. And um, there's a lot of uh, iconography and things that we're that we're doing um, that we think folks are gonna like. Here's just like work in progress. And then there's neat things like uh, real scorpions, not digital illustrations like I just showed. Um, they glow and uh, they have this layer on their 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 shell, and it can glow for like millions of years under a UV light. It's actually pretty neat. Um, so that that's where oops, uh, that's where we got the the name Scorpio from, and then this was a a thing that I walked by every day, and then of course you start to notice things, and I took a photo, um, and when I when I got really close to it, I noticed that the the artist had sculpted these little caterpillars onto the yeah, eight. it's cute. And like, there's all sorts of things that you just now I'm seeing scorpions everywhere. Yes. Um, but that's where we got the that's where the idea came from, uh, eight and spiders, and um, there's also that fable about the frog and the scorpion and the frog is like hey uh how's it going scorpion scorpion's like look i just want to cross the river uh can i hop on your back and frog's like no nah, man uh you're gonna sting me and then we're both gonna sink 
and drown. And Scorpion's like, totally won't do the. I totally hear you. Totally not going to do it. Trust me. And uh, Frog, you know, says, okay, hop on. Scorpion goes and stings the frog in the middle of the river. And now they're both drowning. And uh, Frog's like, why did you do that? And it's like, hey, man, it's in my nature. So, you know, once in a while, um, you just got to understand that something's going to sting you uh, no, matter, no matter what they promise you. Um, and there's probably a life lesson in there. Maybe don't ride frogs either. Um, okay. Don't ride frogs. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's go to... Uh, it's going to be over Yeah, look, I had to take everyone on a journey. And it was that's a journey. why it's called Scorpion. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the board. So I got, you know, just the PCBs. I, I tacked this onto a PCB order I had, and I got a little stencil as well. Um, it's got the uh, purple PCB action going on here. Um, USB area, battery charging, the RP2040, and then the eight PIO pins in a row over here. Um, the reason I haven't put this together is um, I'm still waiting for that level shifter that I designed in, I talked about that I think a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, the, the part that I thought was in stock actually wasn't, I wasn't fast enough checking out and somebody bought it under me. Um, so I bought another part and then it was Christmas and so I, I didn't get it in time. But then as I was working on this, I was thinking, you know, um, it would also be good as a logic analyzer maybe to have like this 8-bit input. And so I might actually get a, um, an, a similar to 74HC245, but like the 2245, which has two VCC pins so I can do bi-directional um, logic level shifting. Um, and the reason I want to do that and not use like a TXB0108 is I find the TXB0108s oscillate. And if you put a pull up on them, they get really confused. I'd rather just say like, look, either the eight pins are inputs or they're all outputs. Um, so you can use it as an eight bit logic analyzer, like to read or as eight bit, you know, addressable LED writing, you know, and that those are the two direction um, pins you can use. So um, I'll still put this version together um, but I'm just waiting for that uh, last part to come in. And since it's like a fine pitch part, um, I, I don't want to have to rework it after the fact. I want to stencil it and place it. You know, sometimes if I'm missing like a, you know, a bigger part, I'm like, oh, I'll just solder it and later I'll get everything else working. Um, but this part is a, is a fine pitch component. So I'm going to, I'll just be patient. Yeah. Oh, one thing too, um, Darian's really sharp. So one of the things that I snuck in here was RP and PIO. And RPI. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, one of my favorite logos of all time, uh, well, there's two. Well, there's a lot, but uh, the FedEx logo because it has a hidden little arrow. The Northwest logo, which that airline doesn't really exist anymore, um, because the, the logo itself means something in addition to the, the words that, that are physically there. Um, Northwest points to Northwest, and arrow has this little thing. Scorpio has an RP and PIO. So, good guess. Good, yeah. good, good observation. Okay, what else you got going on? Um, and then um, I thought I would show off quickly um, the learning system template guide. So let me go to the overhead again real fast. I'm just going to show the boards I'm working on to explain why. Oh, by the way, I just looked up. We actually did run out of pink feathers um, oh, like yeah. today. So I just swapped it. So you'll get a black okay. feather. Sorry. Cool. Um, we, we sold out of them. We, we put them in as long as we could. We made 2,000 and we sold out. All right. Sorry. Sorry about that. We'll have more. Don't worry. Um, then we really just sold out today, too. Um, so some of the boards that I'm making recently, like um, this Cutie Pie S2, 
um, the KB2040, the Feather ESP, and this new um, Feather M4 Ada Logger. Um, I'm starting to like do a couple more things to make it easier to use for low power stuff. Now, historically, I haven't really cared about low power because a lot of the chips I was using, they're just not very low power. And also I was like, I'd rather just get this hardware done um, instead of caring about like low power uses, which, it, you know, it's not hard to do, but you have to do a couple extra things. And I sort of was like, I'd rather just ship it, you know, better done than done well. Um, but as I'm doing some more designs, I'm starting to like pick up some of the low power practices that that I've been uh, tried and I'm learning things as, as well. I, you know, I made a mistake on the um, Feather S2 design that I'm going to revise. Um, so just learning kind of like how to do good low power stuff, especially with wireless, I think it's important. Like the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, I actually cared about low power and the MagTag, of course, is, is low power because it has to, you know, run for a month on a battery. Um, one of the things um, by doing that, you know, when you go into low power, when you want to use stuff for low power, is um, turning off peripherals, being able to turn off whole sections of the board uh, with like a GPIO. And so, um, for example, the I2C port, you can turn off the power. It's actually off by default. You have to enable it. So, you know, the board comes up in the lowest power, and then as it boots up, you can turn on I2C. Um, with uh, the ESP um, S2 QDPI, um, the NeoPixel has a power pin. So instead of just being a quiescent one milliamp at all times. You can turn on the NeoPixel when you want, and it you know comes on it's circuit Python by default, so it can do signaling. Um, but you can turn it on and off. Uh, the Feather, you know, you can turn off power to the SD card, and you can turn on and off power to um, the the QT the Stemi QT port, and um, other weird stuff like the um, the KB twenty forty doesn't have an, an indicator LED. It only has a NeoPixel LED, and it has two I squared C ports. Um, and the wire one port is on the QT and like, same with this, there's like two I squared C ports. So like some of these boards are getting a little bit more complicated and a little bit weirder. Like it's not like an Arduino Uno or compatible where there's like one I squared C port, one SPI port, there's one NeoPixel pin, there's no, you don't turn off the NeoPixel power. There's an I squared C port and you don't turn off the power. Like everything it's connected is on. And that's kind of historically how Arduino boards have worked. It's like, it kind of comes up ready to go you don't have to like you know add any any ingredients to make it work um but that's also made it a little tougher for people to use because i know especially with the feather people didn't realize like you know even we put in the documentation you have to turn on pin seven in order to enable i squared c power people like kind of just didn't know to do that um or the neopixel power you know you maybe didn't realize you had to turn it on and on some board support packages like the samd board support package we have a little like startup hook that enables all this stuff to begin, so you actually don't notice it. But with Espresso, for example, there isn't a startup hook. And we're gonna probably try to get them to add one, but for now, like the boards all come in tri-state, you have to actually enable everything manually um, that you want to happen. So let's go to the computer. So one of the things I want to do is add um, documentation for every board for stuff like an I2C scan test. Especially since, again, there's a lot of like dual I2C ports. And a lot of people are like, I don't know if I2C is working, I can't get this to work. And I'm like, well, you have to do an I2C scan. And they're kind of like, I don't know what to do. And like, I, the, the examples that are online don't enable the pins. So what we have here is, you know, a, um, a guide page that goes through and is really explicit. You know, it says like here, you know, you have to add these two lines. And then 
when you go down here, there's like examples code. And if you copy and paste this code, it does everything for you. Like for example, um, if you're using wire one on ESP32, you actually have to like set the pins. It doesn't, it, like a lot of platforms, if you define SDA1 and SCL1 in the variant, the board support package will just come up and say, oh, you must have a secondary I2C port. I'm going to define it for you and like wonderful everything. But you know, some BSPs like Espressif don't do that. They're very lightweight. They'll define only the main um, I2C port and they'll add, then they'll require you to use set pins um, to assign the secondary peripheral. All the peripherals exist, but you have to assign the pins. Um, so one of the things about this is that, you know, we have all these boards and they're all, they all have kind of like something going on, but that something is a little different from board to board. Some have two ports, some you have to enable the I squared C, some the Q, you know, the stomach QT is wire one, you have to do set pin, like there's all these little things. And so I want to take advantage of the um, template system that we have. So this is like the editor behind the scenes for learn. And you can see that this is like, hey, this is a template page. You can go here. And so what a template page is, is I write all the, all the stuff that's like, here's basic information about I squared C. And then there's a little area where when I template the page, when I make a, you know, a sub page for this template, this is where the board specific information goes. And then, you know, all this stuff like, okay, you have to install a library. This is the same for every board support package. It doesn't matter if you're running a circuit playground or a cutie pie or an Arduino, you're going to install a library the same and the code's going to be the same and opening up the serial ports the same and like, okay, wire up this sensor, all that stuff's going to be the same. And then here is like, okay, here's where you put the fritzing diagram. That's going to be the thing that's different. So template usually has like four or five sections that are a little bit different, but everything else in the middle is the same. And then if I ever update this page, it kind of, it percolates out. And this is something that I used with Dreamweaver. It's kind of how I originally made ladyata.net is, you know, back when you make web pages, you just do Dreamweaver. Um, and I used cascaded templates basically to manage all this content. It's, it's shockingly hard. You know, once you get past three boards, it's very, very hard to maintain documentation. We like, we know this, we have to constantly go back and update and revise and like, you know, Raspberry Pi comes out with a new operating system. I think they're up to like Bumblebee or something now. Um, whereas before it was Buster and no, sorry, it's Bullseye. And you see Buster and Bullseye, like they killed a lot of things. Um, and that's probably fine. Like, okay, maybe OMX player wasn't needed, but all of our guides that depended on OMX player now don't work, you know? And um, it's tough. We have 2,600 plus guides. So just, and you know, 1,500 repos. So a lot of the architectural decisions and the code decisions that we make are based on how do you maintain and manage that much documentation? It's, it's incredibly hard, um, but you want to have as much information and you don't want, you know, we would mirror pages in, but then they'd be too vague, right? It's like, it, it, you, you have to have the documentation cover everything and be specific, but if it's too specific, it's unmaintainable. So there's just like real, struggle um, when you're dealing with um, documentation updates. So the templates, I think, help because, you know, when, when I make a template and then I go in here to, you know, the I squared C scan page for the, the cutie pie, you know, instead of saying, okay, you have to power the pin, I, this is where I say, okay, don't forget there's two I squared C ports, one on the QT and one on the castellated pads and they're different and one's called wire one. 
And then it's like, hey, you also have to do this thing where you do the set pin. So it's like I try to put it high up in the beginning of the page. Um, but then the rest of the documentation is similar. I just, you know, I, I put in a, a fritzing image just so it's kind of cements. Here's how you set it up. And I warn them, hey, don't forget. Again, you have to put that set pin line in. And then finally, you know, I have the output, which shows both the primary and secondary port. So, um, so this weekend I worked on a bunch of Arduino templates. Katni's been working on CircuitPython templates. Um, we used to have kind of more generic examples for all the boards, but as the boards became just more and more kind of varied and, and different and weird, um, the, temp the, the existing pages we had started to become like really unwieldy because they had all these like weird call-outs like, oh, if you're using this board, this is the thing. And if you're using that board, this is the thing. And then before you know it, you have like six warnings for different boards and actually people couldn't keep track of them. Like they'd read the page and they'd be like, why are you talking about, you know, the cutie pie when I have a circuit playground? They didn't understand that it was like, it was one page that was trying to document for everything and that was just not, not really maintainable. So reading templates, you know, I think it's going to work out. Um, I've used templates before and they're okay. It's, um, it's hard, but, you know, hopefully between this and, you know, stuff like Adafruit Sensor and Adafruit Bus.io trying to make this stuff more generalized, particularly because there's so many board chips that are supported as well. Again, a lot of the stuff didn't, didn't make, you know, you didn't have to have all these weird exceptions when everyone was using AVRs, um, people using STMs, NRFs. Um, NXPs, ESPs, so many different chips. Choice is good. Choice is good, um, but it makes documentation a little more challenging. So um, you're going to see some of these template pages pop up on some Arduino boards. Um, I'm going kind of backwards in time because, again, the most complicated weird stuff is the most recent um, because yeah. we've got these, like, you know, I'm adding semi-QT ports to everything, but what I'm trying to do is, like, if I can squeeze another two pins onto that QT port, I will, but now you've got two I squared C ports in that. It's very confusing to people. Although I think overall it's still good because you want to have, it's, it's better to have two ports. People really like that when they need it. But if you don't know that's what you got, they get confused. Okay, do you want to do uh, the great search now? Yeah, I just don't, don't know if there's any questions. No, before. let's keep Okay, great. Going. All right, let's go with the hiccup and then we'll do a great search. All right, the great search brought to you by DigiKey and Interview. Thank you, DigiKey. Lady Ada uses her powers of engineering every single week to show you things that you can find on DigiKey. And this week is a special uh, gift-giving favorite tool edition of things you can find on DigiKey's site after we saw something cool. So take it away, Lady Ada. That's right. Um, so I actually didn't do a lot of DigiKey part searching this week because everyone's um, on break, which is wonderful. Um, but I did see this really cool thread uh, that uh, Thea Valkyrie um, posted on Twitter. So let's go to my computer and I can show it. Yeah. Ta-da! Um, so I love this idea. It's like, you know, the, the day after Christmas or the day of Christmas, ask, you know, what did people get this year or for, for the holidays? That Especially tools that you want to show off. And there's, like, really good examples in here. So check out um, Stargirl's uh tweet thread because there's like there are dozens and there's more showing up and I, I, i'm not gonna get to all of them um but the first one that came up is from timon uh who does uh awesome, really cool open source hardware and um they said uh this brush and these little swabs for cleaning pcbs and uh even eva who's who's team adafruit uh intern was like those are really cool um 
So I thought this is actually a really good idea to show off. So these swabs, ESD brushes are, are pretty common, but these swabs, what I thought was interesting about them is they're foam tipped, um, not cotton tipped. And so that means that they're, you know, you can use them to get flux remover in on your circuit boards and clean them up uh, without getting like the little snags of cotton that always kind of come off um, and get hooked, especially on like little sharp corners of your components. I um, uh, don't like that. Um, but these foam tip brushes are good, so I thought I would show how you could find foam swabs on DigiKey. So uh, I go to DigiKey, and I actually just, I actually was like, I'm just going to search for foam swabs. And it turns out that there is a, um, a whole section called Clean Room Swabs and Brushes, and this stuff is like, oh, there's like such good stuff in here. Um, so it's because I'm not looking for a specific thing, I'm just looking for a general thing, but I'll look for, uh, you know, active and in stock. And um, there's cotton ones, of course, but we don't want cotton tip. We want just, like foam. Note that there's like hog. You want like hog tip swabs? You can get that. Um, but I want uh, foam. So let's look at foam tip. And in particular, this is uh, polypropylene. Um, there's a couple. This one is sort of like a, uh, yeah, like this is where the, the mouse over photos come in handy because I was able to like really scan through them. Um, short has kind of like a rounded swab. These are pre-saturated. Um, this is from Chemtronics, who has kind of like the coolest, weirdest, like graphic treatment of all the chemical components companies. Um, but this is actually the one that was, I think, the, the closest. So you get a 500 piece pack for 65 bucks. And um, yeah, this nice, nice, sharp pointy tip. But I'll say that there's a couple other options as well. Um, there's like flexible ones. Uh, there's ones that have a, a clear, clear tip to them. They're not like made out of wood. There's ones that do are made out of wood. I wouldn't, you know, it's ironic as I was going through this. I was like, these look a lot like um, like COVID test swabs. Don't use them for that. This is for cleaning your PCBs. Um, ones that are like guaranteed ESD safe, all sorts. But um, check out these. So this is a kind of a really fancy swab. This is just for like. Um, soaking up so if you spilled a little bit too much flux remover you can i think use this to to kind of soak up some of that material very gently so um checking up a lot of options but i think uh the one that looks closest to um the one they had was this one from from chemtronics and you get 500 packs found 500 pieces in this pack uh 44070 um but check out the other swabs and cleaning supplies it's one of those things where uh, future you will thank you when you get good cleaning equipment and good tools because then when you need it you're not like oh my god I don't have I'm losing a q-tip and it's yeah and then you're cleaning the q-tip off the board anyways so check out these foam, foam swabs I'm gonna pick up some of these I think for our fab department okay and that's like your pick uh, I checked out the thread it's still going on the thread's still going on it I just picked is, one item out of it it is amazing and then the other thing that um, I'll say is I sent a note to some maker community leaders um, and uh, I don't know if people want emails from me anymore but I had this idea <laughs> Merry Christmas yeah, well <laughs> so it was the day after Christmas and one of the things I noticed is so we don't post links to Amazon because some people have issues with Amazon some people love Amazon um, what we try to do is always post a link to the maker's website. If, if someone makes something, whether it be um, their own personal site 
or a tindy store or um if it's uh even someone who's we don't think spark fun's a competitor but even if we don't make something but spark fun does um, oh i send people to spark fun all the time yeah and so we do our um holiday sales stuff where we link to everyone who sells electronics like Pololu. you want motor drivers go to pololu yeah they got that covered and so than me. in this in this parting great search because uh, this is the last desk of lady ada for oh, the, yeah, year, the year um i just wanted to to say like so when we're all posting up links on social media and more um if you can remember to link to the the maker site um that's really helpful especially if you want to reward open source companies or women-owned companies or minority-owned companies um you know sometimes there is a, a a cheaper worse version on amazon or there's a cheaper worse version on taobao or alibaba and it takes forever to get um but people will say oh it's it's here but they don't really even know if it is or not i think we can all spend a couple extra minutes so i sent a note to community leaders in the maker world and uh we'll see i, I thought this would be something we could all do in 20 22 together because i think you know you've heard the term virtual sing signaling people are like oh amazon's the worst and then some people say amazon is great they're one of the biggest employers in the country well no, no matter what though that debate aside um when people are sending things to each other on social media if you could link to the person's website the company's website that you like that you want to support do that anyways. Even if they also do sell on Amazon, because yeah. often Amazon takes a big cut. Yeah, so um, just generally speaking, if you can so find it go on... Go to the original. Yeah, if you can find it, it just takes a minute. Like, we're all smart. We all spend, like, hours researching what socks to buy um, forever. And we read all the reviews, and we're like, fine, I'm going to get these tactical socks. Coming tactical soon. Socks. Coming soon. Nice tactical Can't socks. Can't wait for tactical Not, socks. Nice freaking tactical socks on Adafruit. But um, I think that's something that we can all do together, and I think that, that that's a nice community thing. I used to do that at Make, did that at Hackaday, I do that at Adafruit. I think we can all do that, and the makers, all y'all that are in the chat and, and super fans and part of the community, that's why I think you like Adafruit, because we'll always point you in the correct, right place, even if it's something that someone else would consider a competition. We'll always, we'll always do the right thing, and we don't do affiliate links. And uh, we don't have any policies that says we can't link to, you know, any other site. I know there are some sites that can't link data for it, and I think that's weird, um, but that's their problem. Um, so, anywho, um, so with that is the great search this week. Thanks, everybody. I have to play the song. Play it out. Yeah. Last one of the year. Where in the world is that part I need? The great search with DJ Key. All right. Well, thanks everybody. We had a nice freaking time. It was so much fun. <laughs> uh, hanging out with y'all. So uh, just a reminder. Yeah. Programming note: um, We're probably not going to do show and tell and ask an engineer this week. We'll probably do other short video snippets because this week is just all over the place with you name it. Everything's happening all at once. Um, it's like that yearly. Uh, 4th of July video that you see where like, uh-oh, the fireworks factory accidentally blew up. Um, all the fireworks are happening at once. Um, we're doing fine here in New York and at Adafruit, but there's everything got moved a little bit. Everything gets, everyone, yeah. a lot of people's travel got rescheduled. They can't come back. Yeah. They can't so go forward. We're gonna they just, can't go right or left. Yeah, we're going to focus on um, just taking we'll care do, of our we'll team. We'll do little videos here I, and there. I promise you there's going to be fun, weird art, and cool electronics every single day on cool. the Infrared site. Yeah, probably even more than ever. 
more now. So, anyhow, that's our show. That's everything. Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, we're going to go do some stuff and then go back to our pods. Enjoy it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.